Can you hear me, though, Yoko? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another night of My Life Has Destiny podcast, where I am one of your hosts, Mary Coco Fenton, my sister Quint in the corner over here, and the wonderful Miss Enrica. Rico Evans is back with us again tonight. She is going to talk to you guys about the waiting room experience. Y'all already know how this is about to go. Y'all know that we have been having a really good time doing the virtual revival so far. Um, listen, I just expect God to keep showing out and to continue showing out like he has been doing so far. I don't expect nothing less. Um, and I'm just super excited about what he's doing. I'm super excited because next week, not only do we have guests all week long, but the conference is Saturday night. And I'm super excited and stoked about the conference. Uh, some of you guys have been telling me that the link for the registration for the conference is not working. So I'm going to take down the one that's posted. I'm going to redo it and post it back up tonight for you guys to get so you guys can get registered. All right. So I so appreciate the ones that have already registered. I appreciate y'all from the bottom of my heart. I so am enjoying just God, period, and what he's doing and how he is making things possible. The revelations that he's been sending, confirmation that he's been sending, um, just the things that I have been able to watch him do, not just for me, but for others as well. And I'm just elated about how he is working through people, in people, around people, how his glory is being shown. So I ain't got nothing else for y'all right about now because y'all know me. Right now, I just want to get straight into the good old word, right? So Quint, what you got for the folks? I just want to say, hey, y'all, welcome back. And we're just going to go into the word. <laughs> yeah, we, we're not further ado. We're not going to hold it up. So uh, we are going to allow Rico to give what the Lord has given her. Again, tonight, we are talking about the waiting room experience. So the floor is yours, ma'am. But you muted. Yeah, you muted. Praise the Lord. You hear me now? Yes. Praise the Lord, everybody. Thank you for um, having me on once again, in spite of these technical difficulties. <laughs> God is still good, worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. And so I give him glory for all of the great mighty things that he's done. Um, we're back to uh, discuss the word of the Lord, but we're pretty much sticking to the topic of waiting room, the waiting room experience. And when I tell you, Miss Camaria, <laughs> my head, <laughs> but then I had to get in a quiet mode and allow the Holy Spirit to simplify everything. And I'm telling you, when you are led by the Spirit of God, he makes it so much easier. He makes it so much plainer that a child could understand. But without further ado, I want to start off with prayer. 
Father God, I thank you right now for what you are doing. Thank you that you are the head of my life. And I thank you, Father, for this platform. And I thank you for the word, God, that you have give, given Miss Camaria, God, and the thing. I thank you, Father, for uh, bringing it forth, God, in your anointing. And I thank you for saturating it tonight in the name of Jesus. And God, I ask that you fill my mouth, God, as I open it. And God, you speak through me, God. I'm just a willing vessel. And so, God, I just give your name glory today. Thank you for this beautiful day that we have had. In spite of obstacles, in spite of whatever, God, you're still good. And we just give your name glory. God, we ask you to bless what will be said tonight. Let it go forth and prick the hearts of your people. Cause them to change their mind, God, when it's uh, on things that may not have lined up with you. And Father, we thank you tonight for what you're doing in this room and on this live. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So for those of you that have tuned in, um, is my music too loud, Coco? I can't even hear it, so you good. Well, thank you. I thought it was too loud. Yeah, you, I can't even hear it. You good? But it um, makes me comfortable. But I thank um, God for uh, what he has done and what he is about to do. Yep. And yeah, she got cut off. She'll be back, y'all. In the meantime, in the meantime, I hope that we want to do a little quick check-in. I hope that everybody is good and well. Yeah. Um, please tell us in the comment section how you guys are doing. I pray all is well where you are in your homes and your families, on your jobs, all that good stuff. All right, so we want to do a quick check in. Let us know how you guys are doing tonight. Tell us in the comment section. She's back. I'm sorry. You good. Wow. <laughs> but I just want to give God glory. We're talking about the waiting room tonight. Amen. Amen. We're talking about what happens in the waiting room. And all I could really picture was a pregnant woman in the waiting room, waiting to be seen. <laughs> uh, frustrated, irritated, and all those that go along with that. But then the Holy Ghost flipped that. And he um, I want to lift the scripture up of Isaiah 40 and 31. Amen. Which says, but they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. It says they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So when I read that scripture, the Lord had me look up the word wait. <laughs> and so I looked up the word wait. And it says the action of staying where one is. Or delaying action until a particular time 
or until something happens. Now, a lot of folk would think of wait as a stagnant word, but it's actually an action word. You're waiting for something to take place. And then the Lord said, I want you to look up the part where it says, they shall mount up with wings like eagles. So I begin to look up, mount up. Come on. And before I get ahead of myself, I just want to jump back to the word wait. And for those of you that may be in a waiting position and you know you're pregnant with destiny, there are synonyms for waiting as well to prove that it is an action word. And so the synonyms were sit tight. While you're sitting tight, expect. Hold on to one's breath. That means you're breathless Come on. <laughs> because you're full. It even is a synonym called tarrying. While you're waiting, sometimes you're tarrying. Watch for, anticipate, and even hang around. Glory to God. Yeah. But then the Lord says, look up the word mount up. He says, hang with me. I'm taking you somewhere. Because mount up means to heighten, to grow, to re-escalate, to resurge, and even to rocket. Now, from what I've already said, it reminds you and it reminds me of the bald eagle. Okay. You know, when the Lord, when the um, when you hear people say, we're going to soar like the eagle. Yes. And when you hear folks say that um, Christi Christians um they usually tie the bald eagle in representation of a Christian that have made up in their mind to soar high like the eagle. And so the spirit of the Lord, I was like, God, what does this have to do with <laughs> being pregnant and waiting to deliver? Like and he says the eagle flies alone. Come on. The eagle is in position and full already pregnant with purpose and destiny. Because of the fact that the eagle help me Holy Ghost. Come on. Soars alone and soars high and has made up In their minds, I know a few uh, weeks ago, I was going through some things and the Holy Spirit was saying that don't allow that to bring you out of your character. Mm -hmm. Because where I'm taking you, you're going to have to recognize what spirit is in operation uh -huh. Come on. and respond according to what the spirit of the Lord is leading you to say. Instead of responding out of your flesh. Come on. So make up in your mind to soar like the eagle. And come up from among the prairie birds. 
and and make up in your mind to hang out in that atmosphere. Amen. So Isaiah used to, when I used to read that scripture, I would, wouldn't even really think of it in that depth. But when he began to break it down for me, to me, it sounds like the eagle is already pregnant with destiny. Mm -hmm. Come on it's already pregnant with destiny and it it has made up in its mind i don't have to hang out with everybody else i just want to soar in obedience i just want to move in obedience mm -hmm. Come on. now when a woman is pregnant in the natural if you can picture the woman in your mind she's full she's in the third trimester she carries what is it, 42 weeks? And a lot of times when she's at that point of getting ready to bring forth, she does not have time for foolishness. I don't know. I remember when I was pregnant, I was irritable. I didn't want any and everybody in my atmosphere. I was just focusing on bringing this baby forth and getting on to the next stage. Even when I um, was admitted to the hospital, I had special instructions. Special instructions to um, be in the uh, room that was right in front of the desk. So So pretty much I had to, I had to be monitored closely and my waiting room became my hospital room because when I went to my appointment, the doctor said that I had toxemia and my blood pressure was so high that I could stroke out at any time. So he admitted me on over to the hospital, gave them special instructions and everything. So my waiting room became my room like mm -hmm. 30 something days before it was time to deliver. And there were special instructions given. The baby was already ready to come forth, but instead of the baby getting in the canal, the baby kept pushing up. So it kept uh, allowing, it kept permitting my blood pressure to rise. And so I was instructed to lay on my left side. I'm saying all that to say when you're in the waiting room, whether it be the other room where you're waiting to be called back to deliver or whether it turns into your room, you're in the position to bring forth and you're ready to bring forth but it's not going to happen until the alarm is sound. So flip wow. that in the spirit, spirit realm. You're ready to birth out, but you can't push and you can't bring it forth until you hear the alarm. Wow. 
And so the Holy Spirit says, shift it over in the, in the spirit as far as you making up in your mind, hey, I'm going to soar like the eagle because as I wait on the Lord, he shall renew my strength. And as I'm waiting on him and he's renewing my strength, the word of the Lord says, I'm going to mount up the wings like the eagles. Because they shall, and it says, I shall run and not be weary, and I shall walk and not faint. Mm -hmm. And so, I want to talk about the eagles, and I want to talk about the traits and the ability of the eagle. And I hope I don't be before you long. I'm going to just give it to you like God gave it to me. And try to get on out your way. <laughs> try to get on out your way. But when you think about a lady, a pregnant woman having to go the full term for 42 weeks, the eagle on the other side, when they're pregnant, the eagle only waits five to 10 days before bringing that egg forth five to 10 days. Yeah. And after that eagle lays that egg, the eagle would then sit on the egg for 35 days until it hatches. So it's a pretty fast process for the eagle that's moving in obedience. To me, it says there's no hesitation because Hesitation brings delays. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when God has put us in a place with him and, 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 and he's wanting to bring forth that in us, sometimes we don't even know. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I have been guilty myself. I'll second guess. I'll think too hard into it. Instead of making up in my mind to just, hey, trust God, take him at his word and move in obedience. It delays my process right. because I hesitated. <laughs> I hesitated. And so a lot of times when we don't move in obedience, we delay the time and we delay the process. And things that God has been trying to do through us, he's been waiting on us <laughs> right. for a long time, waiting on us. And a lot of people say, well, I need to pray again. I need to go back and know he's waiting on us to make up in our minds to walk in obedience. So hesita hesitation does delay growth. But immediate obedience, it promotes growth. Right. And if I could turn to Matthew, the fourth chapter, right quick. I want to read that in the Amplifier. Sorry, I didn't have it marked. You too. Matthew, the fourth chapter, 
19th verse and the 20th verse. And it says, he said to them, come after me as disciples, letting me be your guide. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And it says at once. See, that's why I'm getting back to like the immediate obedience. Those guys, when he when he said, come to me, I'm going to make you fishers of men. To me, it sounds like they didn't think about it too long because in verse 20, it says at once they left their nets and became his disciples, meaning they decided to follow him. They didn't wait. They didn't hesitate to delay the um, progress. They just said, hey, we're going with you. And at once. They took up their nets and they followed him. So it sounds like it was immediate obedience. Still talking about being in the waiting room. But when we decide to hesitate, it can keep us in that position longer than we are supposed to be there. It can keep us in that waiting room. It can keep us in that room longer than what we're supposed to be there. Because God is trying to take us from level to level. Sure. From glory to glory. And so he was like, hey, follow me. I'm going to make you fishers of men. Sounds like he was going to shift them into a whole nother level, you know. And so I thank God for that. Spiritually, we are really built to obey God spiritually. We're built to obey him, not to disobey but it's like when we make up in our minds to push the button sometimes to obey him and oh, this time I'm not like we're hitting and missing and hitting and missing. <laughs> Kingdom is not in the forefront. Kingdom is not in the place where it should be because the Bible mentions how we are to seek first the kingdom of God. And then the rest of the stuff will be added. <laughs> you know, what we want to do, coming to him and submitting our lives to him causes us to lay down our will and pick up his. Right. And so we are really spiritually built to obey him. And when we move in immediate obedience, it promotes growth. It causes us to mount up with wings like the eagle. It causes us to move. It causes us to go forth and we're no longer in that waiting position because we have decided to move in immediate obedience. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want to deal with, I want to deal with the attributes and the, um, the, uh, Traits of the eagle. There's, I know there's a lot of different kinds of eagles and everything. There's about 60 species. But when I got to read it into it, I'm really dealing with the ball eagle because the ball eagle is considered as the American eagle 
and it's referred yeah. to. I didn't know that many. It was more. It's like more than sixty when you wow. get to read it into it. And another thing that stood out with the ball eagle is that it basically likes to soar alone. It likes to soar alone. It will soar a time or two with others, but basically it likes to soar alone. And so the first thing that came up as um, a trait with the eagles, eagles have big, heavy wings. And that's a part of their survival. And they even have to learn how to fly as babes. While they're babes, they actually have to learn how to fly without doing a lot of flapping. The okay. reason why they have to soar is because flapping exerts them. And mm. really, if they don't learn how to soar, too much energy flapping the wings will even cause them to literally die. Wow. So that's why they say eagles soar. How do they soar? They use the winds to soar. They wait sometimes for big gusts of wind to come in so that they can soar. And now what is that with, with um, in your in your research is that with all types that's of not, eagles or just well well to soar mostly with all the eagles they use big gusts of winds with all okay. the eagles they use big gusts of winds to soar sometimes they'll even wait if they don't really uh see that there's big gusts of winds coming in sometimes they'll sit right there and wait because they know that doing a lot of flapping with their wings and that was amazing to me that it would exert them and it caused some eagles to literally die. So that was one of the traits of the eagles that stood out to me. So flipping the strip, as far as we are concerned, learning to move in immediate obedience and soaring like the eagle, and we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us into all truth, we don't have to do a lot of flapping because the spirit teaches us how to soar. When I think about the, the eagle, I think about the eagle is graceful. Graceful. So when it comes to doing a whole bunch of multitasking and other stuff, it's not involved in a whole lot of stuff. So whereas right. we, the people, we have so much on our plate, we don't have time to sit and be graceful. We don't have time to sit and soar. We don't have time to sit and wait because we're running mm -hmm. so fast. We're doing so much. We're overwhelming ourselves that we're literally killing mm -hmm. ourselves. And the right. eagle uses wisdom. The right. eagle is like, uh-uh, I'm not going to die because I am overexerting me. I got mm -hmm. this on my plate. I got to worry about these bills. I got to worry about the husband. I got to worry about the child. I got to worry about the next one. The ego is like, no, I'm just going to worry about my baby. I'm going to teach my baby how to fly. I'm going to make sure my baby is born appropriately. I'm going to make sure uh, 
I carry to full term. I'm going to make sure the daddy don't knock him out of nest before it's time. I'm going to make sure I protect what God has given me. Amen. And that's, to me, that stood out is, you know, when I was researching it, they are graceful. They are graceful. A lot of times um, when I see them soaring, it seems like they, they, they represent the attribute of uh, the fruit of the spirit of patience mm -hmm. and soaring with grace. And so we are like the eagles. We are like the eagles. When we make up our mind, hey, I'm not going to hang out here anymore. I'm going to soar like the eagle. I'm not going to let people pull me out of my character because I know I'm pregnant with purpose. I'm pregnant with destiny. And I don't want to get out of the place where God would have me to be in this season and in this hour. So I'm going to remain in the immediate obedience. I'm not going to try to do it fast and hurry because this world is really used to microwave, hurry up, give it to me. Boom. I'm ready to go to the next level. <laughs> but how will the fruits of the spirit be developed? If we're always moving in that mode. Amen. So we have to take on the mindset and of the eagle and, and not allow people to pull us out of that place because God is trying to birth things out of us that may have been laying doormat. Sometimes that we really don't even realize that, you know, God wanted to do. So that stood out to me as well and I was like wow blown away really because when we like you said Quint when we get in the mode of trying to um, work everything out ourselves the spirit of the Lord re re reminds us of the scripture from Zechariah 4 and 6 where it says it's not by might it's not by power but it's by the spirit it's by my spirit says the Lord yeah. And so when we take on that mindset, we can soar like the eagle because we, we know it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by the spirit. Yeah. And we're being led of the spirit. So to me, the eagle characteristics, just like when I begin to read into it, it like blew my mind. It made me make up in my mind, hey, I want to stay <laughs> like right here because I've been in another place and it wears me out. It causes things to wake up in me and even causes things to come upon me that really I could have avoided if I did it his way because you're going to get his results when we make up in my minds to do it his way. So with, the, so with the eagles, don't the don't the mothers also drop them out of the nest to cause them to make them fly? Mm -hmm. Now I did I did I did witness that through like a video I seen some time ago that okay. sometimes they'll drop them on purpose just so, so they can to, so they yeah. To see so, if they're ready to leave the nest. 
Right. And, <laughs> and, and that's basically their way of teaching them. And if they're not ready, they're going to go and they're going to get them. And then they're going to go and they're going to push them again. I think I do believe I remember that they only going to do it so many times before they just leave. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm they only do it so many times before they're just leaving right there. And you figure it out because I'm going to push you yeah. into your purpose. It's time for you to get up and get out. It's time to leave the nest. Time to leave the nest. Grow like, up. Mature. How long, how long did they give them, though? I don't remember. I can look mm -hmm. it up, though. Wow. I know that they only give them so, a certain amount of time, and after so many tries, if they don't get it, they leave them. Wow. So I, I really believe the wings um, of the eagle represents our faith. It represents our faith and belief in God. And the gust of winds that they use to store really represents the Holy Spirit leading and guiding us into our truth and helping us to soar and not to have to exert ourselves trying to do it in our own strength, you know? So another attribute and trait of the eagle is like they are master flyers, master flyers. They fly high heights that no other bird can. And it even says sometimes they fly like high as some airplanes would fly. So their altitudes are like way out there using no exertion and flapping, but just soaring with the gust of wind. And so we as Christians can do the same thing if we're led by the spirit of the Lord on a daily basis, not just when we choose to, you know, but like on a daily basis, like getting into that mode of, I, you know, I'm going to trust God and I'm just going to move when he say move. I'm tired of going around the same circle. Right. I'm tired of carrying this baby around and not bringing it forth and moving on to the next level. Right. So, I mean, and, then, and then even with, with you saying that, it brings to me the question of how far overdue can you go? Yes. <laughs> You know now what that I mean? Like, came you know, to my mind. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, how far overdue can you actually carry before too long is too long? And yeah. how many how many people are walking around with an overdue baby? Great, man. You know, and, and that's in the spirit realm. How many people are walking around yeah. with, the baby, with the baby's overdue? Mm -hmm. And when I had that same question and, and when I researched, like, a pregnant woman, it was saying that some people can go as long as 12 months, but it will cause them to, it will cause that placenta that's connecting the baby to you where it gets all its nutrients and things coming through. It will cause that to thin out. It will cause that to thin out. And even the water that surrounds, it'll cause the oxygen level to drop. And sometimes, sometimes, when they bring forth is stillborn. Wow. But the amazing thing to that in the spirit realm is what amazes me that you can be pregnant with what God has and wants to bring forth in you 
and say maybe you went over the time. Mm -hmm. The amazing thing with God, he can cause life to take place with something that has been lying doormat in you, you know, right? Still birth. Right. And he can still cause that thing to happen, but it would behoove us not to take chances to right. just walk in the obedience of God, like you said, you know, right. where he can go ahead and birth it out. Right. And just that that part of what you just said a moment ago, it takes me back to um and I yeah, I promise you if I won't think about it, I probably could have gave you the actual scripture. But it think it makes me think about when he said, Will these dry bones live? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like he called whole bones that had no flesh. Mm -hmm. to be able wow. to live. So why why can't he speak life mm -hmm. into your stillborn situation? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Tell it to live. And tell it to live. And that's the amazing thing, like he can. Right. Where in the natural, you know, a lot of times if they go over term and like we said, stretching the placenta is getting thin and all that stuff. It can be a high chance of them losing it. But wouldn't it be also be dangerous to the to the mama too? Mm-hmm. To the mother to as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. like to carry that long. Yeah. Yeah, not only to the um and I not only to the babe, but to the mother as well, you know, to carry in the baby that long. <laughs> so I'm thinking even in the spirit realm, when we carry it too long, does, and we know that God is the redeemer of time, you know, you hear that. He's a redeemer of time. And a lot of time the enemy will come in and try to get you with condemnation and beat you up about you should have been doing this a long time ago, da da da, and sometimes God will extend His grace and extend His mercy and redeem the time a lot of times. But yeah, it still I mean, will be even with uh, that little stuff, little stuff that you say just brings certain parts of the word to my remembrance. Just like uh -huh. what you just said just now, the thing that comes to my remembrance is when He said. I'll restore unto you the years that the canker worms and the locusts, the locusts mm -hmm. have tried. Yes. Right. And so mm -hmm. it's like at, at the end of the day, I mean, that was more than just rest restore of time. He yeah. Had it on time. When time right. was supposed to stop for that, you know, at that for that particular thing, he added on time. Yeah, it's called post term. Yeah. Wow. So we serve an awesome God. A lot of times he just look over our shortcomings and our faults. <laughs> right. Right. And it's like he don't change his mind about where he wanna take us and what he wanna do through us. No, not at all. But uh yeah, we can't get in that place of just like hesitating too long, you know. And I heard somebody say some time ago. Not that it's written in stone. I just heard them make this statement. Like, if you don't hurry up and get in that place where God would have you to be, make up your mind, look, I'm going to walk in obedience. Then that's one thing. But they were saying, if you don't, God is getting ready to erase and replace. 
So what what do you think about that? I believe that there's a time and a season for everything. So if he gave you the time and told you it was your season and you didn't move, I believe that he's going to send somebody else. That's right. To do, to do mm-hmm. what you were sent out to do because you didn't do it when he asked you to. And, mm-hmm. and it still needs to be done. Right? It still needs to be and done. So I truly believe that when something still needs to be done, if you don't want to do it, he's going to send somebody that will. It's just like right? the term opportunity don't um, go away, it goes to the next person. Right. You know, and I, right. I truly believe that. I, I don't believe that time waits for nobody. Mm-mm. You know right. what I'm saying? And and the Bible tells us that God has no respect to person. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if he called you, he chose you and said, I have need of you right now. And then you sit back saying, but wait a minute, hold on, God. I got this I need to do, this I need to do. You putting everything above what he told you to go do. Okay, right now, you not of you. So I'm going to send somebody that is. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's just like, I mean, in any work field, if a person is no longer there, a person get fired, a person pass away, what are they mm-hmm. going to do? They're going to bring on another employee to carry out the job. That's the exactly. same way it is spiritual. If you're not doing your job, job, the Lord still need this to be carried out. So what am I'm going to find a more qualified person or another qualified person to carry out this task because people are assigned to you. Right. So because mm-hmm. you didn't right. that you part. to do in your assignment, you 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 delayed somebody else's assignment because you didn't mm-hmm. do what you were supposed to do. Now yeah. I gotta bring about somebody else to push them right. uh quicker into that assignment. So then you start seeing those suddenly blessings happening because this was supposed to happen a month ago or a year ago, and it didn't happen because you got off course. Because you got off course. Exactly. That's why it's it's important to maintain and be in proper position. Exactly. When it comes down to what God wants you to do and how he is causing you to move. Mm -hmm. We may not understand it, and we don't have to. It's just the Mm -hmm. fact that he said move. Mm -hmm. He said move. And our issue is when he say move and when he say go, we got a thousand questions as to why. Mm-hmm. It's just wow. the fact that he said it. Why are we asking why? Right. You know what I'm saying? If first of all, he's not mm-hmm. gonna send you. He's not gonna send you nowhere that's gonna harm you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, if, he's if, gonna if make it, it's, just, it's just like when it, it reminds me of the three Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said, go in the furnace, because when you go, I'll be there with you, so you ain't got nothing to worry about. Exactly. Now, who who, who you know in their right mind should have walked into something that's meant to pretty much cremate people, right? Exactly. And so who you know just going to willingly walk into that without some type of divine instruction, right? Exactly. And, and they did what he said. Go, I'm going to be there with you. Don't even worry about it. I got it. Even with divine instruction, most are gonna be like, "Lord, you sure you right. coming? You you going first, or you going? Wait, wait. You want me to walk up in there? For, wait a minute, Lord, it's <laughs> hot up in there. I'm, right. I'm saying, like, wait. They, I mean, you, you positive? This is what you want me to do? If you if you remember what the scripture said, the scripture said it was so hot that when the people went, when the first uh. guy went to go open the furnace up, he was burned up from the outside. Mm-hmm. Outside, wow! All he did was all he did was try to attempt to go open it. 
and he was burned up from the outside of it. So imagine wow. the, the internal heat inside of it. And you talking about you can burn me from the outside and I ain't in the fire. No, ma'am. Like no, you know, like uh, all of that, <laughs> the thought, you know what I'm saying? It's wow. just like when he told Noah to build the ark, I need you to build the ark because I'm finna flood the land. If exactly. you don't build the ark, trust me, you can't try, you can't climb a tree and sit in for 40 days. I need you to build the ark so you and your family gonna be all right. Mm-hmm. Y'all can't climb a tree and sit in it for 40 days and 40 nights. Wow. I'm, I'm finna tear everything up. I'm finna wipe it away. Because mm-hmm. people don't wash it away. Exactly. Right? You know what I'm saying? And so it's just like when you sit back and you think that if people wouldn't have chose to be mm-hmm. obedient, even if we look at the if we look at the situation of him getting ready to go to the cross, mm-hmm. if Judas wouldn't have been in place, he wouldn't have went to the cross. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Judas had a, a an assignment. Judas had, had a divine, a divine order. Mm-hmm. If Judas had been in place, he would have never went to the cross. And what I mm-hmm. love about it, the Lord knew what the order was. Right. The Lord mm-hmm. allowed it to happen. So anything he allowed that happens, it. if he allowed Judas, he told him. Go do mm-hmm. what you want to do and do it quickly because quickly. I already know what's about to take place. So go ahead. Go do the <laughs> one. Go go ahead. Do it quickly because right. I need to save the land anyway. I need some other people to come on the scene. So go ahead. Do what you got to do. And if you look at how everything lit up, it started out having the last supper. Mm-hmm. 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 And Mary anointing him for what he would get ready to go do. Exactly. They didn't, and Judas man, because she anointed him with expensive oil. Why are you about to do that? And why are you letting her, of all people, Mm -hmm. touch your feet? Mm -hmm. That's that's how his brain thought. Wow. You got to understand that Judas was about money. Exactly. He was about money before he he came on the scene with Jesus. That that was Mm -hmm. his thing. Money was his thing. Anything financial was his gig. And so wow. in his mind, this 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 box exactly. of oil that you got could have fed us a long time mm-hmm. if we would have went and sold it. But instead, you cracked it open and broke it on his feet. And, and little did you know he about to go die tomorrow. Wow. She knew, <laughs> what, she knew what was getting ready to go happen. Exactly. She was was preparing him. Preparing him. He had to go. But this is what I love. He was anointed for the task. Right. He anoints us for the task. So you should be encouraged. He gives anything that happened to you. The enemy has to get permission. And everything ain't the enemy. Some of it is you. Is you. So let's just be real about it. You Mm -hmm. you have to determine which one is you and which one's the enemy. If it's the enemy, the enemy had to go to him to get permission, but he anointed you for the task. For the task. It's up to you to take on, either you're going to take on the mantle or you're going to be disobedient. What is it going to be? Because your blessings have been delayed for too long because of you. Because you've been off your assignment. Right. And not only that, a lot of it hasn't been because you've been off the assignment. A lot of it has been because you have been your own weapon form. Mm. You stopped wow. yourself. You stopped yourself. You stood in the way of your own success. Mm-hmm. You have kept you have kept this blessing from reaching your household. 
because you have held it all up. And at the end of the day, you can't blame nobody but you. Can't blame nobody but, um, but you. But the whole question is now that you know what you're about to do to fix it. Hmm. And you wow. Know what I'm so a lot, a lot of us that even now that you know, you don't go try to fix it because you're still sitting back taking the time. Oh, what was me still? Yep. Shut up with the woes is me <laughs> and the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and get up and do what you gotta do. Mm -hmm. Because those, those woes and me's and them shoulda, coulda, wouldas ain't finna get you in heaven. At all. When you get in front of him and he said, well, why didn't you? Or remember when you did such and such, why come you didn't do this a different way? Remember, I showed you grace and mercy, but everybody that came in contact with you didn't get none of it. Wow. So, you know, at the end of the day, what is it that people get from you that's a part of him? What fruit of him can they see when they see you? Mm. 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 Wow. And we don't, a lot of us don't think about that. When a person see you, what's the first thing they see? Mm. What's the first thing they see? They see your flesh. They see mm -hmm. your flesh and half of the time they walk up on you you doing what entertaining your flesh mm -hmm. wow. you are not about your father's business you entertaining wow. your flesh 24 7. Mm -hmm. but just just by going there and so a lot of times yeah. well it makes me think about um how the ego takes on the trade of flying alone like you know flying alone somebody would probably think of that as you know do they think they're better or do they think they're higher or whatnot as you know in the in a person form of a christian do you think you better than i am a lot of times i would look at it as no because a lot of times god will have you in that place to take you out from among that stuff so you won't be corrupted and polluted because you have made up in your mind to stay focused so God can go ahead and get you on to that next place. And then it reminds you of the scripture where it's saying like many are called and few are chosen. Mm -hmm. Not that it's tied to your salvation, but pertaining to your calling. Mm -hmm. Pertaining to your calling. So like would I surround myself with, with, with people that have... Um, how can I say? Took on the mode of hypocrisy and then caused you to be pulled into certain places where you said that you weren't going to entertain no more, like gossiping and, and, and running people down and doing that. Would you allow yourself to remain there or would you mm -hmm. shift into that place where you're soaring mm -hmm. and staying focused and being led by the spirit of God and not by your flesh? A lot of people do. You got a lot of people that go out and they do what they do throughout the week, but they still mount that sacred desk on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Just like you just like you did nothing all week long. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's is the 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 worst thing about that for me is the fact that the Bible tells you to lay your gift down. Mm -hmm. Lay right. it down until you get it right. And then you go back and pick it up. Mm -hmm. you, go back. You, don't, mm -hmm. you don't see you don't see leaders sit themselves down anymore when they know they're not living right they mm -hmm. just continue they just continue on like it's cool mm -hmm. yeah like you know 
oh well, you get over it. Like they saying, you get over it. Yeah, you know, and it's is. I for me, I I, be, I would be scared to do that. You know, like I would because I I believe God is real to me. It says that what do you believe what you're preaching? Or do you believe in who you're preaching about? Hmm. You believe he can snatch the breath out of you right on your stage, right. on your pulpit? I've seen, I have literally seen drop people drop in the middle wow. of in the middle of a serving and have a heart attack right now. Wow. I've seen it before. And then when they get themselves together, they come back. They come back to tell the ministry, apologize to their ministry because they say that while they was gone, while they was out in their heart attack, that the Lord took them through some stuff concerning them and they had to come back and get it right to their congregation. Wow. But why, but why should it have to take all that for you to get it right? Mm. Why should that part? <laughs> like, why should it have to take all that? I, I believe because I don't know. It's the fact that they remain in that so long they become stubborn and stiff necked. Well, I I don't I don't I'm not even gonna call it that because the Bible said that a double man the double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of you got a lot of double-minded leaders walking around, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they think that what they're doing is right, and it's not, and they just as double-minded as all get out. But if you wow. try to tell them that they were double-minded, oh, you have a fight on your hand mm-hmm. because they don't believe that. No, and they didn't want to hear that. <laughs> but you spiritually, you spiritually unstable though. Mm-hmm. You you spiritually unstable, like like they use the term mentally unstable. You spiritually unstable. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. God is just merciful in a lot of situations. Anyway, that is saying Yeah, for us staying because if we, I believe, if we, if we stay in that place with him and like uh on that higher ground because i even notice how when the eagle is up in the top of wherever he is look like he's always watching he's turning from the right to the left the right to the left and he's watching this and he's watching that i guess to make sure nothing don't run up on him yeah you know, and then in the same way we as Christians, we got to watch as well as pray. Huh? Yeah. I said, I think they do that for multiple reasons. You know, multiple. not to just be alerted by the surroundings, but they they watch for literally everything. Everything. They watching the surroundings to make sure there ain't no imminent danger. Mm-hmm. They also look, they also looking for their prey. Mm-hmm. Looking for their prey yeah. as well. They're looking for their prey because the easiest way to spot it is from the highest altitude. Mm-hmm. Because the prey, the prey will never see them coming. Ever. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it got a drop. It drops on them because it comes from a high altitude. Most mm-hmm. people, most people, unless you are a watcher and that's your nature, you don't look up to see mm-hmm. what's coming. You look from the right, the left. You might. Mm-hmm and turn around but your first notion ain't to think that something is coming from above down from above down you're looking from right to left right 
they got they got the 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 quickest way to get the drop. And an wow. eagle is fast. Their speed count mm-hmm. when they fly is very fast. And so at the at the just imagine an eagle coming at you full force from above. You don't see it, and it hmm. you in the top of your head. It can literally crack your skull open if it or snatch you up. Right. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And so at mm-hmm. the end of the day, eagles have a lot of force, and this is the reason too why I also believe that bald eagles are also going extinct. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not a lot of it's not a lot of them left around anymore. Um, so but I do, yeah, and so I do want to say this real quick, and then you can finish. But I looked it up to to see how long before they kick the they take the babies out the nest. Uh huh. They are between ten to twelve weeks. At ten to twelve weeks, they drop them. Mm-hmm. Wow, to see if they can fly. Good gracious. Now imagine that's that. Quick. Yeah, that's 10, quick. To 12, 10 to 12 weeks out there, <laughs> you can drop. So in this in that's amazing because it so what 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 I would normally think, you know, is that how fast God will move with you? I mean, is it giving you more time? Mm-hmm. He God can move quicker than that. that. He's giving us ample time and we mm-hmm. don't use it properly. That's right. And we don't use it properly. Mm-hmm. The animals teach their young quickly and they quickly. have to adapt quickly. But us, <laughs> we patty cake everything. Because they teach them to survive. Whereas we survive the wrong way, we're on our own agenda. They're obedient to their parents because their life depends on it. Mm-hmm. We're disobedient because we look at it as, well, it's not literal. Our life don't necessarily depend on it. No. Mm-hmm. You're about to lose your life. Right? Mm-hmm. So trying to do it in your own strength. And exactly. now it's just like you hear people all the time. And y'all, y'all know that we have heard people say it more than not. I still got time. No, you don't. At all. No, you don't. Stop saying I still got time. I still got time. The God is calling you and especially you now, to, right? To change, to change what you're doing. That's he right. unctioning you and he calling you. He ain't gonna keep running. Uh-uh. And I, I posted this a few days ago. He he chooses to send the warning to mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. right? And and mm-hmm. we as people are not heeding to the warning that he sent. So my whole thing was, what's gonna happen when he just allow what's coming to you to come to you with no warning? Hmm. Wow. Now he I gave was, you the warning. You bypassed it. You just sent it on by. I was in a service right. yesterday, and the preacher was closing out, and he said, um, he was in a service. And they had went into prayer. And, you know, prayer takes a little while. And a mm-hmm. man was like, I don't have time for this. Y'all taking too long. And the preacher told him, don't go out the door. And he's mm-hmm. like, I don't have time for this. This is just way too long. He said, don't go out the door. That's a second warning, right? Mm-hmm. That man went out the door and got killed. 
immediately. Mm. Immediately. Wow. The warning came. The warning That's came. That's what I'm saying. And the Bible tells us that warning comes before what? Destruction. Destruction. That's what exactly. it says. How many times he got to keep trying to tell you to tell you the same thing by different people? Different. I, wow. remember, I can remember when I wasn't living right. He would literally tell me the same thing mm -hmm. by multiple people. And then mm. when I got it, like the third time, oh, that was it. I don't Hates know that y'all that came to me. Hmm. I'm not, nope. I'm going to stop everything I'm doing because I don't know none of y'all. All of y'all done came to me and said the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. None of y'all know me. That's none of y'all know me. <laughs> so it's time for me to open my right. ears and listen for real. Yes, like yeah. I, So I already knew. And hey, Nicori, hey, Sinette, thank y'all for joining us. But at the end of the day, no. Like, why, why would I continue to keep sending you the warning and you ain't listening? Right. That's just like I said, no. Don't, don't keep walking forward because what you think is a road ain't nothing there. Mm -mm. It's just mm. Don't yeah. stop, wow. stop walking. Ain't nothing there. Ain't nothing there. They ain't got nothing warning you that the road ends here. Mm -hmm. And you keep driving anyway. Wow. <laughs> well, not trusting him at all. Just going to do it our way. Right. You following that GPS that haven't been updated and it done took you off a cliff because it turned you to told you to right. turn left and left was down that mountain or in that lake. How many times have you done that? I, I there's plenty of times I talk to my GPS. G, uh, you telling me to turn left, baby. There's no left turn right, right. there. It has not been updated. If I go left. I'm going off this cliff. Do you see all this water? I can't even swim. Right. I do the same thing. I be like, listen. So y'all don't love baby. It ain't nothing but woods. We're not going over this. Okay. You be arguing argue with the thing, the GPS. Yes, yes, absolutely. You need some help right now. Let me plug in my phone because she mo updated, okay? Because you're not listening and you're about mm -hmm. to kill me, and I'm not gonna allow you to right. do it today. Mm -mm. <laughs> but that's how we need to get. That's how we need to get mm -hmm. when it comes to our life. You need mm -hmm. to be observing. You need to pay attention. God is trying to tell you something and you won't take heed to it. Or you no. listening to what you know is going to kill you eventually instead of listening to what is going to bring you through what you're supposed to go through in order to get to your next level. Right. Exactly. Basically, just trusting him. Yes. Yeah, and but I'd rather follow rest. destruction. Because right. he ain't my, no thing, my thing is that at the end of the day, you telling me that I would be boo-boo the fool to trust this 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 uh a drunk EMS driver hmm. before I trusted getting in the car and taking the chance to drive myself. Hmm. To know I can make it in one piece, but I know for a fact that my EMS driver, because you smell like four day old liquor, you hmm. drunk and you trying to drive me well. No way. <laughs> Not happening. No way. At all. And I'm At about all. to call the cops on you. No way. about that. And I have and I have had that happen before, y'all. EMS wow. driver showed up at my and he smelled like four day old liquor. Mm. Said, what you 
what you finna do? Who you finna take? No. Y'all got no. another um ladybug. Mm-hmm. Okay, let it be the actual ladybug this time. She's a ladybug. All right, wonderful. <laughs> but who but who you think you finna take somewhere when when you you staggering in my front door to come get me? To come get me. Good no. drunk. No. I, I can yeah. remember I've only taken an Uber once and never took another one. I was kicking beer bottles out the floor to get in the car. I wouldn't have got in it. <laughs> I'd have been oh, like, man. let me drive this car. I'm going to drive where I got to go and I'm going to let you be. Honey, okay. I, was praying, I was praying the whole way there because I had to have a procedure done and I couldn't drive myself. Mm-hmm. And there was nobody that could take me, so I had no choice at the moment. But honey, I yeah, prayed the whole alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, Jesus? Mm-mm. Wow. And then yeah. he, he, thought, he thought it was going to be better to tell me, oh, those are not from today. What oh. you mean? They what? not from today. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? <laughs> like, no, sir. You First of all, your car ain't supposed to be dirty like this when you pick me up. Second of all, you're going to tell me they not from today. I need you to fix your life. Oh, like. <laughs> like, no. Mm-mm. I mean, but wow. it's, it's just funny how things happen and anything can happen at any given moment. But we take anything. the moments for granted. Mm-hmm. We take it for granted. Take it for granted. Even if it causes us to have to go alone and trust God, I'd rather do that. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times that's what you're going to have to do. Yeah. Yeah, like when David was alone in the, when David was alone and he took on Goliath. Yeah, it was either going to be Goliath or him. But the but problem I thought, is, I thought, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Oh, the problem is when the Lord se- separates you. A lot of mm-hmm. people take that as a punishment. No, He's sanctifying yeah, no. you. No. He's mm-hmm. setting you apart for a purpose because He purpose. needs to get with you. So why do you take it as a punishment? Everybody leaving me. Nobody don't want to be with me. No. Everybody can't go where you going. Everybody can't do what the Lord wants you to do. Sometimes you have to be in a silent state so he can minister to you. Shut your mouth. Sit down. Wow. And get some wisdom. Right. That part. <laughs> he needs to speak to you, and you, he, you can't hear him with all the noise. You don't even yeah. have time for him. That's it. Wow. And you gotta Thank have you. time. <laughs> I mean, you think about it. You got twenty four hours in a day, but how much of that day do he get? Hmm. How much of your twenty four hours do he get? And I brought that up one time at a Bible study. Mm-hmm. And and everybody was like, "Oh, I got to repent, Jesus, I'm sorry." And I was like, "That's sad." Literally, the whole church was repenting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That that don't make no sense. You got 24 hours of the day. You telling me wow. you don't get no time? None. Wow. Not even five minutes. Like huh. I, I had, a, and one actually said no." She said, I can't even tell you the last time I picked up my word. Wow. wow. Okay. And yeah. part, man, you know. don't even got to pick knew. up the physical Bible. They got it on the phones and everything. Google is an awesome right. place to go. 
please. If you busy and you doing something, man, you better stick an earbud in your ear and let That's it talk it. to you while you doing what you do. Right there. Exactly. you still getting the word in. Mm -hmm. You just yeah, maybe yeah. Can't, can't flip a page right now. Exactly. There's times at night where I will put on Bible for sleep, and it's mm -hmm. it, nothing but scripture all night long. I do that sometimes too. All night. Mm hmm And it's like the atmosphere you sleep really, yeah, really good. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You let him do the work. I ain't got to fight. I don't have to do anything. My atmosphere is set. Listen. Anything that come up in there is gonna have to fight with the word. I'm gonna sleep like a baby. Listen, and and Quentin can tell you everybody that come to my house say it's so peaceful in here. Mm -hmm. And if mm. they sit down, they sit down on my chair, they say I can't stay there long because it's so peaceful here, and I just want to lay down. I just want to lay over and go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Wow! I make sure my atmosphere say peace. You have it. to. And I do too, because you it's like I can't if you that. can't have peace in your own home, right? And make it like, you know, right? Where can he go? Right? Where can he go? You know, it got to start, sure. start with you first. Mm -hmm. Exactly. He's but supposed, if you don't have, to follow you where you go, if you're not at peace, how can you set an atmosphere of peace? Right. You're you're always in chaos. You're always, everywhere you go, they're like, oh, God, here go the drama queen. Oh, my God, I don't even feel like dealing today. What she got going on today? Please, Lord, let her go home. Don't even let her see me. Let me, let me be <laughs> invisible right now. Right she, now. <laughs> right. She on my last nerve. <laughs> don't feel like it. And then here we go. Hey, how you doing? Uh-huh. Only self. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times is how it goes right wow. but it's, it's real sad that what that? huh she asking if we could share info can y'all share what info you talking about baby yeah elaborate because I don't understand what you mean honey um but what I have realized is that we have taken the word out of context, mm -hmm. um, used it to fit our own agendas and situations, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then we expect God to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. When his word says that you're not supposed to add nor take away from Exactly. Exactly. But we do it all the time. When we say that we we, I'm just paraphrasing. You left something out because you paraphrased it. <laughs> right. <laughs> left a lot out. You know what I'm saying? A whole lot. And, and people don't even realize that. And they they people have they say that all the time when they they say it all the time. A lot. I'm paraphrasing. Okay, you just left something out. Why? Because you paraphrased it. Wow. And see, you leaving out, out why? Because because you don't remember it. That's why you left it out. Mm -hmm. And that could just put somebody in a whole nother bracket that's really trying to grab hold to that. Right. What you're but saying? That's why you they say read the word for yourself. Right. And I tell a person, quick, listen. 
You better go behind them. I give you the scriptures, honey. I need you to go read them in your time. You know what I mean? And after you read them, sit back and meditate on what you read so you can really get a good understanding, Mm -hmm. especially if you don't understand it. I'm Which, telling you, um, are you wanting are you wanting the scriptures that was used tonight, Sinet? I I think she's talking about the sleep scriptures, but I sent her a bunch of them. Okay, all right, because I was going to say I'll get um Rico to send me the scriptures she used. I got mm-hmm. a few. I know a few of them, but I don't remember all of them because I didn't write them all down. And mm-hmm. I'll and put them in the uh, comment section for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this sent her a whole bunch. But, but yeah, while reading the word is important. Reading mm-hmm. the word is important. I think, you know, we, we were supposed to have been shifted into that mode of just coming up to higher ground and not just being satisfied with the milk. Right. You know, the scripture talks about, you know, how you supposed to be on meat now? Right. My my pastor and other couple of Sundays ago was talking about how we just need just need to go ahead and grow up. Right. <laughs> you know, and the right. things that God equipped want people to spoon right. feed you and, and and take you by the hand. It's time to grow up. Right. You know, how are we gonna soar like the eagle if we don't grow up? Right. If we don't seek higher ground and allow God to do what he does best in and through us. Just be like Point said the other week, be willing vessels. Yeah. Yeah. You know. how, how can he use you and you're not willing? Who and you're not willing. Be used? That's just think about it. How, how can he use you and you're not willing? Who because said to, I wanted to be, to be used? To be forcefully used? <laughs> to be forcefully used is not a good idea. Not a good idea at all. I ain't never said I wanted to be used. Ain't nobody asked me. I'm sorry, y'all. The funny part of it is, is you never said you wanted to be used, but you say that you wanted the title, though. That part. Oh yeah, they want to grab that now. Yeah, you want the title, but you don't want to be used. Wow. You want you want you want what you think is the glory and the gratification from the title, mm-hmm. babe. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna tell you if you know something real good, it ain't no glory and gratification behind none of them. Okay, none of them. None of them. None of them. Come with it. They don't want that part though. That part. <laughs> You're not ready for the part that come with it. You just want to, want to be able to put it in front of your name. And can I say this? And I don't know why, but this for the armor bearers today, this and the adjutants, whatever y'all call yourself now, security. I don't know what y'all call yourself now, but <laughs> whatever it is that you were ordained to be, as that, you are a covering that does not mean you're just a covering while you're there you're still a covering when you're gone yeah wow that person's business i don't care how mad you get keep it to yeah. yourself that's what you're supposed to mm-hmm. do you mm-hmm. are still the 
covering. Don't go talking Ooh. behind that back because the words that touch not mine anointed and do my prophet no harm. I don't care if you had a disagreement. Listen. Do not mm -hmm. put your mouth on, on that, that person. Mm -hmm. And let me tell y'all this too. Stop lying at people's funerals. Who? Oh, no. <laughs> ah! <laughs> like, for real. I really Say need yeah. to y'all love to use that scripture oh well you know they said that to be absent with us is to be present, present, present with the Lord. Lord you know good good and well solid well that person they met the Lord but that ain't where they at <laughs> amen shoot stop uh -uh. lying at these people funerals you know because that that's not what they was about. You know that Jesus was not their friend. They didn't even mm -hmm. look at him like that. Why are you going to walk up inside the church house and get a eulogy and say, oh, well, y'all know they knew the Lord and everybody's looking around talking about, are we looking at the same person we, you looking at? Wow. And then and you have the, the same person that you they have the preacher. His memorial down. Yeah. They won't walk. <laughs> Then you have the preacher instead of taking the opportunity to preach to who's living and trying to right. win them, you got them trying to lie and push them on in. Right. Not taking right. advantage this, this of the opportunity. Funerals are a celebration of life, yes. But funerals are to win souls. Mm -hmm. That's a major opportunity for you major. to win souls. Because half of the time, right then and there, if you was to preach the right word and give the word that if you know the Lord and he gave it to you like that and you call the altar call, somebody coming. Exactly. Even if it's one, somebody coming. Because they know. Mm -hmm. They're not where they need to be. They know if they number got called today, where they going? Where they going? Exactly. That's the present time for you to be a be able to open up the door mm -hmm. for them to meet who God is. Well, a lot of times that whole time is wasted. Like, don't yes. take advantage of the opportunity. Yes. You got oh, all these people in here. Sometimes you go to funerals, it's nothing but bikers. They bring the whole club that right. that person belonged to. And, and this is an opportunity, you know? For you to, draw, for you mm -hmm. to win some souls. That's it. People don't even, people don't even, they mind don't go further than the person that's in the box. <laughs> you got to remember that the people behind, the people that's sitting there looking at the person in the box, got to keep living every day. So what's mm -hmm. the word that you got to give them to help them live every day? How can they give them a word to help they live when they two seconds from the grave? They sell. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> Listen, I'm just telling. I picked. I picked it up so hard just now. Like what? That, no, stop lying at the funerals. Stop lying, because God is like waiting to see what you're gonna do with this opportunity. Here, all these souls. Um, lying. Can you like, at least? No. Can you at least water them? <laughs> And be true and talk truthful about the person. Be like, listen, this person lived their life the way they wanted to. Mm -hmm. 
but to them they live they day to the fullest every day every day and every they day. happy with the respect that they got because they in the grave and all of y'all are here so they feel like they did not die in vain they died for their brothers and sisters right and y'all about to forget them in the next five minutes yeah they're gonna you're gonna spread the table and eat over exactly Everybody be waiting for the repast, as they like to call it. That's right. Yep. Yep. And you better hear it spread out. What she said. Okay, so she said, I rather people more than a title. You okay, let me make sure I'm reading this right. Because I gotta live and live a certain and do certain things with a title. Yeah, I got to do right for God. Self, Self and, and in, uh huh. I just pray. I do right and pray to. Get, okay. Yeah. Definitely. The whole thing is you're supposed to be striving daily. Daily. He never mm -hmm. said that you was gonna be perfect. Never. But okay. guess this. He said that you could be perfected though. Mm -hmm. Right. He never said you be perfect, but he said you in his spirit and his image could be perfect. Mm -hmm. And people forget that because you you sit here. I'm striving for perfection every day. I'm not. Nope. I ain't finna tell you that lie. I ain't finna tell you that either. I'm striving to do what he called me to do every me day. Call me I'm to do. Striving to treat people right every day. I'm striving. I'm striving to make sure I got the right heart towards people every day but am i striving for perfect no i'm not and i'm striving to make sure i don't snatch you up or snatch your tongue out your mouth let's just be like real. i said to make sure i got the right heart towards the folks they stay in the right okay <laughs> we gonna more graceful than i am okay my heart is right towards you right people in <laughs> their mouth can make your heart not want to be right People in their mouth, especially, especially yeah. your lying tongue, because I got your, a problem with a liar. Your a actions and, and your actions and stuff. But at the same time, when you see a lot, you're dealing with a lot, and it's all from one individual, you got to stop and think, oh, you know what? I ain't even dealing with you. It's that spirit in you. Mm -hmm. In you. Let, so let me handle the spirit that you got going on. Mm -hmm. Let me deal with that bugger. Once I deal with it, we cool. I heard I know too that price in that. At least you know, girl. Right. <laughs> girl, commitment ain't the word, honey. Mm -hmm. Com commitment I, ain't even the word. I heard somebody say they were talking about the next time you run into that person and you recognize that spirit is operating within them, you tell them, hold on, whatever their name is, you hush for a minute. And I, I need to deal with that spirit that's operating through you. She said they probably oh, yeah. think, think you crazy, yeah. but they start talking to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but see, this is the thing, though. If you're not mm -hmm. of deliverance, you don't know how to deal with deliverance, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you real quick, like, before you do something like that, though, you might want to pump your brake. You, real and quick. I'm gonna okay. I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm going to tell you something about these little things known as demons and them. Mm -hmm. If you ain't got no power, it's going to call you out. It's going to call That's you right. out. 
is going to tell just you about like you and laugh in your face. Just like it did the disciples. They said, um, yes, y'all, I don't know. No, it's about mm -hmm. you, you, I know, <laughs> but uh -huh. I don't know them. I don't know. They could get up out my face. <laughs> but you, you, don't, don't, don't send me into the swine. Don't cast me over there. Mm -hmm. The other one's just sitting over there, been talking and hollering at you for a few minutes and, and nothing happened. Nothing mm -hmm. happened. Yeah, they'll call and you. All he said, and what did he say when he cast him into the pig? Mm -hmm. He said two words. Two. It's just like we, when they was on the boat and it, mm -hmm. it was rocking. And he, Father, do you care? It's not that we perish. Perish. <laughs> he, like, he like, what you wake me up for? That part. Mm -hmm. You woke me up for this? He get up. I don't even, and in my mind, I'm I'm thinking of it like you know I I'm thinking of it like if it was me, I would just sit up. I wouldn't even get all the way up in the boat. Look around, peace be still, and go right back to sleep. Right. <laughs> Look, lay right beside Jesus. Listen, that's what I would have did. I would have went and I covered, just I'm laid down. down. I'm about to just lay down. I'm, I yeah. just need to lay right there. I would have just laid down. I would have been like, hold on, he's sleeping. He's sleeping. I'm going to lay down for real good. Let me get over here. But you know it's fun. You know what's funny when yeah. it's a storm coming. I don't like storms. I go right to bed. I'm going to sleep. Whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. But I'm be sleep while it happens. I'm yeah, going I'm to sleep right through them too. Listen, that's what he did. I have literally. I'm people, people think I be playing when I say I have literally slept through every major hurricane we've uh -huh. ever had in North Carolina. Wow. When I woke up. Hurricane over is damaged outside, mm -hmm. and I'm looking like, oh well, I slept good. Right, I ain't hear nothing. I'm going to bed. We, I what, mean, what, I, what am I about to worry myself for? When I, what am I gonna do with the storm? Mm -hmm. Right, nothing. The Can't. storm gonna do what it wanna do. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go to sleep. I'm gonna read until I fall asleep, and I'm gonna wake up tomorrow, and we're gonna figure out the damage later. And it's crazy because tornadoes have come through and just wiped out all of Regal Wood, all the trees yeah. down and stuff. I was asleep. Listen. Huh? Listen. Oh, I know. Walked outside, <laughs> damage around the whole house. Damage down, tree hanging on top of the roof, all of this extra stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, go. Sleeping that's hard. Some the, that's some of the best sleep ever. It is. Well, you, can you, can't, you can't do nothing. You, but listen, even after you wake up, you can't do nothing because you ain't got no power. So what you do? Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. Exactly. Unless I got some potato chips, son. I'm eating my bag of potato chips and go back I to mean, sleep. I mean, hey, listen, I always make sure I kept a whole cooler full of stuff. I can make a sandwich. Mm -hmm. I got stuff to eat. I got stuff to drink and we're going to be good. Then we going back to sleep. That's it. Night night. Unless so you're gonna do, know, but, unless you do like my husband do and, and ride out and be nosy. Listen, uh -uh. I don't need, I don't to. need to do that no more. He'll ride out and be nosy looking and come back. Mm -mm. There is no need for me to go be nosy. I hear about it on the news when it come back exactly. on. Good night. Good night. <laughs> exactly. But it, it's just so much that we as people 
when it comes down to the things of God, especially now, people that lost the fear of the Lord. Yes. They doing stuff that they know wrong. They mm -hmm. know it's a sin, willfully doing it. Mm -hmm. And the first thing they want to say, oh, is he know my heart? You're right. He sure do. He, he sure, sure do. Sure do, honey. He sure do know it. You know, and he know your heart ain't right. That part. That's what he know. <laughs> Well, that's and the first thing to throw that out in my heart. You write about it. Sure does. Exactly. And he know that currently right now your heart ain't right. That's right. But it's just like they have decided just to stay in that same mode and not allow it. God to take them to another level. Like well, they don't figure it all out. Mm -hmm. You know, they that's, act that's like they have figured it all out. But that's the thing, Rico. They content with it. They cool with it like that. Content. Mm -hmm. So you still are you still carrying what he put in you or 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 if he does shift it you into you well you think you right and you did wrong listen like i said earlier i asked somebody the other day i said before the title you had a name with the title you still got a name i said now my question is this that title sitting in front of your name but are you still of good use hmm. mm. Mm. And they couldn't say nothing. I said, yeah. "Okay, you wow." You question. Mm -hmm. I said that that lets me know no nobody ever asked you asked you that, huh? At all. Couldn't say nothing. You, you, you couldn't say nothing. Wow. They couldn't say nothing at all. And, and after I asked that question, they said, "Okay, well, I'm gonna end the conversation. You have a good day." Whatever. Oh my God. You know conversation I mean? my whole, ended. My whole thing is is at the end of the day because the whole time you on the phone with me, you throwing your title out, and then you get mm -hmm. mad with people when they don't address you by that your way. title. No, I'm gonna address you by your name. No, name. you know yeah, people, first. Um, when you when, when you are that. functioning in your title, I will address you by your title. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I'm gonna address you by your name. When people do that to me. I don't address them by anything. <laughs> if I walk up to you, I'll be like, hey. <laughs> listen. Listen. I, I ain't calling I have, your name and I ain't calling to, your title. I literally <laughs> had to go and repent because I had a person look at me and say, well, do you know who I am? Mm. I would have said, do you know who you are? Mm. And I, I stopped and said, uh-huh. And I call them by their first name. No, I am Dr. Pastor Sutton says. I said, not today, you ain't. Not today, boo. And everybody <laughs> standing around listening to the conversation. I was like, not today, you ain't, because you ain't acting like that. Mm. I said, wow. right now, you know what you acting like? Your name. Your name. I said, so before you ever approach me, talking about, do you know who I am? I need you to act like you know who you are before you make that statement because you don't have to tell me who and what you are in order to know you. Your fruit gonna speak for itself. That ooh, and that's, that's what speak. bothers me. Why do that's gonna speak? Have, why do you have to tell me who you are? That when part. You said the life that you live will speak for you. For itself. You're, you're, your gift Why, you is gonna make say, I'm master prophet such as I said. First of all, what is a master, master prophet? prophet? What is I'm it? Lost. Okay. What, what is a what is a master prophet, sir? 
Mm-hmm. You, you t- I have mastered the art of prophecy. Really? Really? Uh, okay. Wow. Is there a professional prophet too? I'm okay. Wow. I can teach you. I can teach you how to prophesy correctly. No, you can't. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's no. like you try to tell. That's like that's like you try to tell me you can teach me how to speak in tongues. Hmm. No, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> so Nat said I would have used cuss words. <laughs> Pray for me. <laughs> no, you can't. Honey. No, we're not doing that. Tell me you can teach me how to prophesy. What? So, mm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me teach you how to do it. And so I shut up and I wanted to see what he would get ready to do. You know he what? Said, he said, You ask probing questions so it sounds like you know what you're talking about. Oh. I said, Oh, mm. you going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what we do? I, honey, I didn't hesitate to say it out in front of my throat. I said, okay. Oh, you said, Oh, no, 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 no. Wow, you mean you ask probing questions so that people can think you really hear from the Lord? Shut your mouth and go sit down and take several seats, sir. Is that so? It ain't something that you heard from the Lord to ask, it's something that I I just need to ask all these questions. Yeah, I I need oh, so we're doing an interview right now, honey. Right, that's pretty much the the, the preliminary interview. So they call me on the phone first. He told me that hour two, three. I was like, (laughs) What? My mouth would have been told, like, What did you just say? Like, did you hear yourself? Honey, if he did hear himself, everybody told me, heard him, heard me when I said it where he was going. But this is what bothers me because God, God. Deals, God deals with um, prophets in different manners. And if, for those of you that watch our Q&A, the Lord will give me questions to ask. I'll be like sitting there like, hold up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a question. So for mm-hmm. you to say, I ask probing questions. No, wait a minute. Help me understand that. Because wow. if God didn't give it to you to ask, why are you asking? Oh, you trying to build up what you about to so-called prophesy? Yeah. Mm. We don't wow. do that. That you're is trying not make, you trying to God. make up a prophecy, right? And and those that watched our show, Jesus. you should hear the questions that we ask. It'd be right. like it's like how to. How did you know that? Right. It had to come from God. <laughs> John, John Mecca McCory. Wow. Request, please continue praying for my ministry here in Kenya. We really passed through many challenges like lack of food, shelter, and, and clothing. Lack of clean water for use of 35 children. I do care for here in Kenya. We are Orphans, y'all are so much welcome. Thank you for your support. Hello, good morning, and we are watching from Kenya. Well, hello, Kenya. Hello, Kenya. We will definitely. My prayer for you is that you are able to get the resources that you need to take care, take care of them babies. That's important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. And 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 thank you that the Lord laid it on your heart to be able to to provide and care for them. I know it ain't an easy job. That's a lot of children. Yes, it is. And so, you know, may may God be with you 
as you continue on your ministry, but we will definitely keep you in prayer, sir. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's like a, a issue for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like no, we're not gonna make no, we're not gonna make stuff up. You know that's what, what we're gonna do? be good. <laughs> that ain't even what I said when I had a person a, a person call me out in church because it was a oh. visiting prophet. Uh, so they called themselves talking about come here. Uh, the Lord told me to tell you something, and wanted to start trying to speak. I said, uh, uh-uh. uh, that's not a conf- That's not a confirmation to my spirit. Mm-hmm. He ain't tell. Mm-hmm. I know he ain't tell you that. Mm-hmm. The guy said, "You well, he's about why?" I said, "Sir, because in order for me to obtain what you're talking about, at that time I was not in the church. I said I got to be living right, and I currently ain't." <laughs> Everybody in the church was just looking. I said, "Sir, I know he didn't tell you that. He told you that. He didn't tell you that. You ain't in right right now, so I know he didn't tell you nothing like that." Exactly. Said, what he should have told you was about where I am in my life right now. You can't tell me that. You, they can't life. tell you nothing from the heart of God. They want to prophesy stuff in the familiar right. or get called stuff accurately. What well, that don't mean that. No, I was like, wait, I said, hold on, you done called 15 people up here and you done told all, all of them to expect new keys. Everybody, I said, I, I just need to understand what it, I said, I just need to understand how you told some of them to expect new keys and they ain't even got no whole lot of job. The paper was cut, wow. so I'm just trying to understand. Things paid to run up, okay. somebody gonna lay it out like that, right. <laughs> And then you got the people that come up there, you want to blow on people and you falling out. You no, ain't no, blow, no, you no. Didn't fall out because you was in the spirit. You fell out because they breath was hot. Go sit down. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so. That's the truth. No, but this is what's funny, Rika. When they be falling out sometimes, I look at Coco like, get them up. Like that's not the holy. Just get them up, cause that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they trying to block that, what the Lord got that. for them. People know I will be that one. Excuse me, you can get up now. Get up, and I've done it. And quick and tell you, I've done it. Excuse mm-hmm. me, you can get up now. Get them. Up. I'll be mad. Get up off that floor. I really have. I really have done it. And I'm telling you, Rico. I've done it. I promise you, I have. Everybody Ooh. open their eyes and look up at you. Open one eye at a time. Wait yeah. She still looking. Ro- I mean, rolling around <laughs> all the way on the floor, rolling around. They like this and just rolling around. Yeah. Come on. Knock you back down for real. Get your you butt get up. Because you playing. You playing. I playing. need you to get up. <laughs> this is what I need you to do. Wow, nobody got time for that foolishness. And like, like you said, the last show it's time out for playing church. Like, right? Yeah, because what y'all he's doing? He's snatching people up out of here. Mm-hmm. Quick, you hear me? With him like that. Mm-hmm. And people still want to play church. He's snatching people left and right. Mm-hmm. Listen, y'all better yeah. get it together. Get it together. I was listening to. I woke up. I woke up humming it the other morning. Um, that song, I pray we all be ready. I said, Lord, why did I wake up mm-hmm. humming this song? Mm-hmm. 
I said, why am I humming this song? Mm -hmm. As my day go by, I understood because I get a phone call saying that somebody had just passed away. Wow. Wow. And I was just sitting there thinking like, Lord, I hope they with you. That's all yep. I can say. Yeah. Is I hope they with you because I don't know. I can't talk about nobody else like but my own. That's it. Me I too. I hope they with you. Like I, I hope, hope they when, they, when they went to eternal rest, they landed with you. And that's it. That's all you can say because you can't sit here and talk about and say that that's where you know somebody went. Uh -uh. If, the, if the seed never, if the fruit never shows you that. Right. Mm -hmm. Now it's between, it's up to God. You know, that's anything. And they gone. Right. You can't do yeah. that. That's just like, I mean, that's just like, okay. That's just like me saying, okay, yeah, you know, everybody, everybody, when they get you, they, they tell everybody at the funeral, you got two minute remarks. Right? Y'all uh -huh. know, know they love to do that. Everybody yeah. got a two minute remark. And ain't nobody finna stick to two minutes. No, they <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody sticking to two minutes. No. That's just like that's just like you hear these pastors say, give me 15 more minutes. You done said yeah. 15 more minutes, 15 more minutes ago, three times. Wow. <laughs> right. So at, at the end of and at the end of the day, what what is it? What is it that's driving you? What is it? I mean, it is God your priority or not? Period. Choose ye this day. Day who who you will serve. That part the whole thing. There's no S on the end of who. It don't say who's. Mm -mm. It says who. You will serve mm -hmm. for, for the ones that's confused, and so that there is no s, there is no plural in the Bible. He says, "Thou should not have no other what God before me." Mm -hmm. But that's look great. at the stuff that we make our God throughout the day, <laughs> and it comes before Him. Comes before Him. Every day, like our children into our God, our mm -hmm. spouses into our God, our jobs into our God, and no offense to some folks, and you may not like what I'm about to say. Sometimes you turn your church into your God. Mm -hmm. You better say it, honey, because you will run and do everything for the church, and then your house late. Mm -hmm. House late, God Almighty. How it's you do so that? Where we do that at? They say ministry starts at home. Home. So if your house is lacking because you run into the church, something ain't right. Something wrong. Something your wrong. Your husband should not have to beg you to be home with him on a That's Sunday right. and you mm -hmm. feel like you just gonna die because you just left one Sunday out. Wow. But it's true. A church will tear up a household. It will. I'll mm -hmm. say it. You don't have the right leadership. A church will tear up, we'll a, household. Tear up a household. You're supposed to take care of home first. First. Because at the end of the day, the church does not live in your house. The church mm -hmm. is not married to your spouse. The church is not watching your children. 
Exactly. You have to get your house in order, make sure you good. Then you can help somebody else. You can determine the climate of whatever. When you walk in the room, stuff shifts. How is stuff shifting outside of your doors when it's not shifting inside of your house when you determine your atmosphere? Exactly. I'm just saying. I ain't preaching. You say you got the people people that say I got so much peace when I come to the church. Why? Because it's hell in your house. Right. Why don't you have peace in your household? Right. You got peace when you come to the church, but you ain't got none at home. Hmm. Totally out of order. All the way out of order. Mm. And then we, we love to sit here and talk about what what is order and what ain't. Mm-hmm. We need to get back to telling folks the God honest truth. That's, Period. Oh, wow. Period. This this is right. It's still what, right. Let's, what happened to that? Holiness is right. There yeah. is a heaven and there is a hell. Yeah. There's a hole in my head. One day. There's a hole in my nest. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, it's, but, it's just about, but it's just about at the end of the day, tell these people the truth. Just tell them the truth. I and can't then... tell them the truth when there's a hole in my nest. That's why their holiness <laughs> is not right. <laughs> that's a whole nother <laughs> that's a whole nother thing when it that, that person is got the hole in their nest. Listen, I used to listen. My term is you got a hole in your ghost because it ain't functioning right. It ain't it ain't functioning right. It's not okay. No, you ain't paid the cable bill for that. It ain't okay. working. It ain't working. It ain't working. <laughs> the hole no. is running through. That's all no. it is. It, it ain't working. got time. And so wow. it's just about, man, like right now, God, God ain't playing. He ain't playing. I think somebody dying every day. Every day. And then in the every run of a week, day. it's yes. like you got to write it down so you can keep up with. Uh-huh. That's how fast and rapid. And you'd be like, oh, my God, I just seen him the other day. Right. I have literally in the past what two three years have had conversations with people and those people that I had conversations with was there within three hours wow I literally literally just got off the phone with you a few Mm -hmm. hours ago and you did in a matter of a couple hours Mm -hmm. like what but the thing about it too Camaria you have those two that see all this stuff happening, the signs are here, the time, the whatever. And they'll be in conversation like, uh, oh, Lord, uh, um, God is coming back. Uh, people yeah. leaving here, da-da-da. But you ain't got your bags packed, like your spiritual insurance. But you just right. have a conversation like this. It could be you. Right. Like, wake up, duh. I'm having this conversation, but I want to be having the conversation knowing that I'm doing all I can do for mm-hmm. Christ. Because that's what's right. going to last. 
you know, I'm working out my soul salvation and trying to get to heaven. Mm -hmm. Right. Because the word that said we're going to be scarcely making it in. Mm -hmm. So why are we having this conversation when the question need to be asking yourself, like, dog, it could be me, you know? Right. <laughs> Is my bags packed? Right. Because, like, it's happening well, like this. back in the day how it might hit my family and then three, four months roll around, you hear of another now it's like day by day. Hey, yes. I have literally seen one family mm. get hit four times in the same week. Mm -hmm. The same week. Same week. That's what's going on now. Yes. I have seen I have seen them lose both of the oldest, both of the oldest sons. After the two older sons die, the father die. After the father die, the mama die. And ain't nobody left but the two daughters. In a matter of a week, they died literally two, three days apart. Wow. If that ain't now God you, trying to tell you something. Now you imagine how them two how the two daughters that's left mm -hmm. because they have had to literally bury. They entire immediate family. Wow. Mm -hmm. And it won't no need of hurrying to have no funeral. Cause by the time you have one, you about to have the other one. So you know what? We just gonna wait and we're gonna bury y'all together. Wow. I'm not finna go back to the funeral home full time. Mm -mm. I would I wouldn't even dare try to do that to myself. I wouldn't even go to the funeral. How a lot of times now, I just say, well, I'm just going to have to remember him like I last seen him, you know? Yeah. Because it's right. like trying to wear yourself out to make all of these funerals. Mm -hmm. And that's how close they're coming. It's like you just can't do it. <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's hard. Who... Who at the end of the day, you can't tell me that you, I don't want to hear him say depart from me. Mm -mm. I know you not. You worker of iniquity. What? Wow. Wow. What? No, sir. No, sir. That's not mm -mm. what I want. I want to hear. Well done. That's well it. done. Good and faithful servant. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear the opposite. Mm -mm. But then, like you said, at funerals, and, and then before you get to the funerals, is rest in heaven, rest in peace. Right. Rest in, I mean, how... I don't think and, that people understand. And then people take that in, and they're satisfied. Yes, they are. Very. Like, very. when I'm dead, I, I'm just going to be with the Lord. That scripture is not for everybody. Like, it's not to be absent I from think the a body. lot of people I think a lot of people tend to forget that when you die and you happen to go the opposite direction you will live every day doing the same committing the same sin that you died in mm. wow every day wow. every day it's like a replay every day. 
if you died in fornication with something that didn't belong to you, it's a replay every day. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's you funny because I was you, sitting here like I pray they didn't um die in adultery. Listen. And 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 um their wife had to go claim them and they still stuck. Listen, I'm woman. telling you, I still can't get over the pastor who mistress slit his throat. Mm. That, and, then yeah. called, and then called the wife and said. If you wonder where to find your husband, he had hotel such and such in room such and such, and I just slit his throat. You can call the EMS to go get him. Wow. Well, at least he called somebody. But she didn't even call the EMS. She called a wife. Well, at least she called huh? somebody. She could have left she him did there. Not call, the girl that killed him did not call EMS. She called oh, his the wife. But at wow. least he called his wife and said her exact words to the wife was, if you want to know where to find your cheating lying husband, mm. you can find him lying on the floor with his throat slit from ear to ear at hotel such and such in room such and such. Good gracious. That's where you can find him. And got off the phone and sat on the step. When until the EMS and the police showed up at the hotel, she didn't leave. She what? sat there and waited. Well, she took accountability. She took accountability for it because she said that she was through. She said she was mentally done. She was sick and tired of him lying, lying to her, lying to the wife, and all of this extra stuff. And then he had the audacity to call himself a man of God preaching to people every day. And she was through. She was going to make sure that she exposed him and she exposed him in the worst way ever because she killed him at the same time. Mm. Wow. Now, can, can you imagine that conversation between him and the Lord? Honey. Can, can you imagine that, how that conversation went when he I, got to the gate? Hey, Lord, I know I wasn't supposed to be up in her. I know I told her I was going to leave my wife, but she didn't even give me a chance. Mm. I know it's been five years. I know, Lord. Wow. I know I'm not deserving. Well, the Lord me. looking at him and say, you know, you really ain't supposed to be here right now. Okay. But your, your actions placed you here. Wow. Pretty that's right. And now you got to relive her slicing your throat every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Wow. I knew my wife told me don't leave the house that <laughs> night. It's just stuff like that that just replay in my brain like, okay, God, mm-mm. I, I don't even like the heat from the summertime. I know I ain't gonna like no flames that I got to deal with every day. No, all God. the time, all the time mm-hmm. that are never that are never the heat will never die down. No, 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 no. never die, never no, no, die. No, no, no. no. Even even from being in that chamber, I was talking about it was hot and sweaty, <laughs> hot, sweaty, and stink. <laughs> no. I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. 
I, I look at the natural part of what I feel like. You know, pe people feel like, oh, you know, yeah, the Bible says that you can have heaven here on earth, but you also got to understand that the enemy's kingdom is the earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you literally walking around in whose kingdom every day? An enemy. You walk around in his kingdom every day, but you're not of his kingdom. And so this mm -hmm. is what you gotta understand. This is his. This is his his training ground. His training ground. This is his training ground. And this is what this is what the Lord faith. cast him to. Okay. Said that he walking around seeking whom he can devour, walking to and fro. Walking to and fro, and he's so sneaky and cunning. People so sleep they ain't woke. That part. And falling for everything, standing for nothing, everything new come by, you jumping on board. <laughs> like you, you know, being Christian, we already supposed to be on higher ground because of who we are in Christ. You know, he declared that we're king and priest, born again, children right. of the most high God. And then he also says you're in the world, but you're not of the world. That part. So how are you going to attach yourself to everything that comes by day and night? Like, like I'm going to give you an example. Like the Holy Spirit just dropped a nugget. And I'm not one that is like self-righteous or nothing like that. But, you know, he'll drop things in your spirit where you don't attach just mm -hmm. thing because everybody else is attaching to it on mm -hmm. Facebook or on YouTube or whatever. But this tap to play, tap to play. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit said, you know, it's like a psychic is prophesying into your life. And then you quickly post it on your page and you see people's picture on the side and then they got the reading on the side. You might as well go buy a horoscope mm -hmm. paper to me. I mean, it's all the same thing. Like it ain't God speaking into your life, so who is it? Right, but see, this is what people gotta understand. Yeah, people that but you call got the believers posting right. hard and but you got to that she posted it, handed what it read into her life, and then she had a third eye on the side. Oh shoot. But you're taking 50 and 60 engages preaching everywhere, and this is on your page, like. Who are we represented? Who we want like to represent said, again? Choose <laughs> ye this day who that will serve, not who's who. who. But who do we want to represent? We represent who we want to represent. Right. Now, whether we a counterfeit or not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> on their platform and their page, you know they. You wonder who their photography is. They beautiful. They got pictures. I'm this and I'm that. Got their titles up. But everything that come along that the world falls into, you grab hold too, but you're still. But, but this the thing. The word says, try the spirit by the spirit, the spirit. to see if right. it be of God. So therefore, like I said, now we represent who we want to represent. Right. If we could claim we represent God, we could claim we represent whomever. But it's up to you 
to have that spirit of discernment to say if this is of God and if you're going to follow him because not everybody right. that comes is of God and right. they always are going to portray as if they are of God right. but you gotta determine it they will mm -hmm. come as a counterfeit yes. and yeah, they will counterfeit. claim that they serve the Lord and they don't but you know mm -hmm. that's, that's what the enemy do the enemy send the counterfeit Mm -hmm. He said it mm -hmm. wrapped up, typed up, looking like looking like it's all God, and God ain't got no parts of it. Ain't got no parts of it. Yeah, and then you, be, you being the fruit inspector, yeah. People want people want to say you judging me then, right? But the you know you supposed to recognize the fruit that's falling from the tree, okay? Right. Because but the whole thing too, you got to go back to that. Even that, and we about to close. Even mm -hmm. that. The fruit that fell for the tree, is it edible? That part. Ooh. That is it, part. Is it rotten? You might have fruit hanging on your tree, but right now it ain't good enough to eat. Mm. Mm. And one bad apple will spoil the bunch. You know, we mm -hmm. all know for anybody they plants and anybody they grew up around the garden, it, it could bear the fruit. But if mm -hmm. you pluck it too soon, it's not edible. That's mm -hmm. right. Mm -mm. It ain't fully ready. So <laughs> at the end of the day, what that mean? I can see you with something that look like fruit, but if I go to snatch it off your tree, can I eat it? The answer would be no. No. Don't be snatching it off of my tree because I ain't give you permission, and then you wouldn't have had a problem with eating my apple. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's that rebellious spirit right there. <laughs> That part, <laughs> I can't help it. If you went and plucked that berry and it was poisonous because you ain't know what you was plucking and you put it in your mouth, it ain't my fault. You got sick. And see, y'all, y'all, she bringing the word on Thursday. That's the problem right there. <laughs> that's 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 the problem right there. That right oh there. God! But look. So, <laughs> listen. For those of y'all, y'all already know, I thank you for coming with us. I thank you for joining us tonight for another wonderful night of virtual revival. I hope you met Jesus in the room. I hope you brought him with you today. We got to give the benediction and get them all there. So, Amen. again, Thursday night, be the church on time, lovely people. Y'all know how it goes. If we was in the building, be the church on time. Right? So you don't want to miss the word that's coming forth on Thursday night. Also, like I said, next week lines up the conference weekend. I'm super excited about what God is going to do through the conference. Again, the new link will be available because I already took the other one down. The new link will be available for y'all by tomorrow for y'all to go in and register. So I know that that Zoom link will work. It'll be up um, by tomorrow afternoon. And just stay with us because on the 24th, we got um, Apostle Adrian James, we have our uh, my mama, Apostle Anita Page, coming next week. We have oh Lord, who else we got? We got Pastor Tracy Bryant coming. We have Apostle Latanya Harris coming. All of these are next week, and then Saturday brings the actual conference itself. And then to close us out of revival for the month of July, we have my sister, my friend, uh, evangelist Rakita Stevens from Greensboro Amen. that will be joining us Amen. on the 31st. 
So I'm super excited, super, super, super excited about what God is going to do. We'll give y'all announcements Thursday night because I ain't finna give no more after the, this right here. And then I'll give y'all the other stuff that we got coming up behind it too. So make sure you got your pens and papers ready for the calendars. All right. We love y'all. We love y'all to life. We love you to live. Live every day on purpose and make it count. Amen. Good night, y'all. Good night. Thank you, Rico.